now, okay? Well, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, well, I, so, I, I, so. Finally, <laughs> I finally got you on your own trick. Yeah, there change. you go. Dave just hit hit, uh, <laughs> hit record without telling me. So, welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And it's just the two of us today. We had some... Guess um, who didn't show up? <laughs> uh, to be fair, life happens. So oh, I know. I, it's, I'm uh, giving him crap. Um, yeah, yeah, as you were saying, this is the first time you've actually been in studio and... In two weeks, two uh, three weeks, three actually, weeks, yeah. yeah. So uh, thanks to the vid, the, yeah, and I never got it. Yeah, I never got it. I was trapped in the house with the wife yeah. for ten days or better, and you and you both survived. So. And didn't kill each other. So she's, <laughs> she had the full on vid. And yeah, did very well with it. Didn't didn't have any problems. She still hadn't gotten her smell back. I don't think. Yeah, uh, I never got it. Multiple negative tests. You know. Um, not a sniffle. I got, I got it. like a little bit of a cough, but I think that's more from my CPAP machine. Right at about two years ago now, whenever when it was first starting, yeah. I got it right early on. And uh, it's funny because like all the stuff that they said about, you know, like the smell and the taste and all that stuff, I never lost my smell, my sense of smell. I never lost my sense of taste. But I felt like absolute hell for about eight days. Yeah. I mean, just solid. You, uh, you, you know, could tell she felt like crap. Yeah. I mean, just like. I don't know if I'm going to survive this. You know, like I, I've I been sick was, like that before. I don't, I don't think she was that bad. I've been sick if you, a couple of times where yeah. I've caught the flu, you know, and, and been sick, but nothing like this. And, but the thing is, is it was still so early on that I didn't even know it. It wasn't until an antibody test came back like well over a year later that I had had the antibodies, you know, and oh, it was well. like, oh, okay, well, I guess that that's what that was because it was such a weird, yeah. I was getting over something already. I had, had gotten strep throat. And like legit, like I went into the doctor and they did the culture like, oh yeah, you got strep. And then as right as I was almost like, as I was getting over that was when I got hammered by COVID. Yeah. Um, And that happened to a couple other people I know. One of them with strep throat and another one with, they were sick with something else and then got COVID. And it's like, yeah, it, it takes advantage of a weakened immune system, you know? And Yeah. Um, yeah but it, it's weird. Normally I'll catch a cold or at least like a sinus infection during the winter mm-hmm. like every winter it's almost clockwork and i'll do it again in the spring right and i haven't had anything dude since like 18 my allergies now my allergies recently my allergies have suck. been terrible yeah i mean terrible and it's this whole for those of you who are not from tennessee uh we're right here at the end of our in the middle of february i guess and in tennessee in february the weather messes with everybody. Yeah, it'll be because 71 day. It'll be 14 at night. It'll be 45 we during the day. We literally just a few days. 65 at night. It'll be 102 the next day. Just a few days prior to us recording this. It, it'll it be, was it'll seven, be, it was 72 degrees. It'll be hoth level right. weather in the evening. Right, and it was 27 that evening. I, I think they, I, I saw mean, a that tauntaun was, that evening. I mean, yeah, I mean, but but that's crazy to go from 72 to 27. Yeah, you know, in in about a 12 hour period yep. basically and you know and of course we had bad storms luckily no tornadoes this time yep but we're entering that time of the year where it's uh oh look there's a there's a cold front coming through so that means we're gonna since it's 80 degrees outside right now that means we're gonna have tornadoes <laughs> or straight line winds yeah or straight line winds or something you know microbursts or, or any number of things and it's just a wow the, the the late the late winter all the way through spring in Tennessee is such a volatile it is it, it's there's it's, no it, other way to describe yeah, it it's I mean, volatile it's 
Vegas should take odds on what <laughs> what the weather's going to be like. They would definitely be taking everybody's money. Because <laughs> there I, is. I no, saw a meme no. the other day that said Tennessee weather throwing numbers out there like the lottery board. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's true. So, uh, but yeah, no, we're we're back and we're kind of we we were planning on doing a getting to know you Barry episode, but he's not here. We're gonna we will get that out here soon because we've done those for us in the past. Yeah. You know, go back to our first. I guess our very first episode, or our couple, no, it was like our fourth episode. It was like four, four episodes, yeah, because yeah, we, um, we covered some shit. Yeah, some, just some stuff with us that you know, and that, some shows, yeah, movies, that type right. Of thing. And then it's a, um, and also I'll tell you, I mean, I I've known Barry longer than you have. Yes, you have. And but there's still a lot about Barry I don't know. You know, I mean, it's uh just a because we have gone like long periods of time without hanging out in the past. Yeah. Um, and then... How'd you meet Barry? How long you know Barry? Let's hear this story. That's a good... St- and we may have to wait till he's here for him to... Yeah, okay. Because I met him, I want to say 2009-ish, somewhere around. It was right before I got sober. Okay. And I think it was... We've talked about our friend Bristow that died, you know, that year. Yeah. And I think it was right around that like I either met him right before or right after Bristow died because he was friends with Bristow knew to everybody. I mean, Bristow was one of those dudes that like you sit down, you start talking to him, and it's like, oh, you know someone. Oh, you know someone. Oh, wow, you know someone. I mean, just on one and of those on guys, and on yeah. and on and on. And you know, I, I've I've told the story multiple times over the years since it happened. You know, back oh six oh seven somewhere around that when he and I first really started hanging out. Yeah, we literally one night sat at Red Door East for two hours and sorry I asked him because I had noticed this is back in the MySpace days you know yeah and I used to I still I don't do it as much now especially back then I used to love going to people's friends list and seeing who they knew that I knew right you know like okay so I had I was like oh say how do you know this person and he started, I was like, well, if you know them, then you know, yeah, then you know, yeah. And it just kept going on and on and on and on and on and on, like through multiple friend groups, through over multiple years of, of, of spans of time. So and you've kind of been circling each other. And it was, and, and, and if I said it once that night, I said it a yeah. hundred times. I was like, how have we never met before? I mean, like just. <laughs> What's funny is that story is very similar yeah. to me and Miss Nays because oh, yeah. we had been running in two separate friends groups right. around each other for right. years and somehow and I was involved in one of them yeah yeah you were <laughs> and we we ended up sitting next to each other at a concert at, yeah well at a concert but also at a party oh yeah and never talked to each other yeah. so yeah so I mean it's just it's I I remember years ago seeing uh seeing a uh, an article in uh Remember all uh, Nashville Rage magazine, you know, that little Vaguely, weekly, you know, yeah. it was kind of like, it was a little weekly free mag, you know, like. It was more know. of a zine. Than it, it, it was because it would tell you about what was going on around Nashville and everything. Yeah. But I remember, I don't remember who it was that wrote it, but someone talking about, and this was like, in, like 15 years ago, talking about how Nashville was so incestuous uh, of, you know, like people know he's like you know you've either played in a band with them or you slept with them i mean it's just kind of yeah. one of the yeah. Yeah. and it's kind of like yeah it's kind of, kind of true in some ways you know it's Especially figuratively for you figuratively you know more, it's more, a, more true for you i guess yeah, yeah but but it's uh, more true for some other people i know believe me <laughs> uh, but <laughs> i i am definitely uh, uh as they say eskimo brothers with some people that i didn't even plan Ooh. on that happening you know where i'm like oh oh wow okay <laughs> 
So, uh, but all yeah. Right, it, moving right along. <laughs> moving right along. Hey, I, I will hang all my dirty laundry out to dry. I don't care. Um, but uh, it, it's, uh, I, that was definitely, it wasn't just Bristow. It was some other people in that, in one of the groups yeah. he hung out with um, um, that I, that's where I met Barry. And again, there was kind of this whole, one person in particular that I stopped hanging out with in the the aftermath of all that. Sure. That uh, I wound up not hanging out with like one group of people because of it yeah. for a while. But then Barry like kept kind of cycling back through. Yeah. You know, just periodically like, oh, hey, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. You know, and we've just we've been friends ever since. Nice. You know, so we just kind of it's kind of like it's the story of so many of my friends. Yeah. Uh, of the people that like I not just acquaintances, but like actual friends where I'm like, oh yeah, we may not see each other for six months or a year, but then as soon as you're back, you're back. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, any, we have that story. Me and Corey have that story. Any really good Kim have that story. Or like that anyway. I mean, right, you can right. talk to him, not talk to him for like two years. And then you're just right back and into And then you go it. to know, dinner with him and it's like, you have, you've saw each other yesterday. Right. That's what I've always said about Kim. You know, like, you know, you know she's living in Hawaii now. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know that I'll ever see her again, but I guarantee you if we're ever in the same room, if it, again, it, it could be 20, 30 years down the line, it will be like no time passed yeah. with her because we have always been that way. We Absolutely. Always been like that. Um, well, there we go. We've got a tease of getting to know Barry. <laughs> that's right. So Because uh, Barry didn't show up today. That's right. Uh, hey, I know. I, I'm just giving I know him you're giving time. him a hard time. I'm, pi- so this I'm like, picking hey, on him. You know? <laughs> I, I'm picking on him because he's not here it's to like, defend hey, himself. We, we, we elevate you to a future player, and then you immediately decide not to show up. So, so. <laughs> just like it, It's just exactly like something Alan would do. <laughs> yeah, he kind of is. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're giving me a full-time job? I need the next three weeks off. So it's <laughs> Yep, exactly. Exactly. Uh, let's be honest. You know, anytime that I've, I've ever been in a job interview, and you know, or like been offered a job, and I'm looking at the benefits package and stuff, I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm li- literally like, okay, so when does the vacation kick in? All right, how many, how many days, how many sick days yep. do I get? How soon can I start taking those? You know, it's. <laughs> I, I really need to take some days off from work right now, mm-hmm. but the situation at work is such that if I took days it, off, it would really cause a problem and so honestly my stress level is out the roof right now Mm. oh while we're talking about jobs yeah uh i think i i had mentioned on here before that uh i'm on the 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 latest season of um rental return podcast where they're talking they're talking to people who worked in video stores right you know that had stories and so how did that go uh, it went really well. Like, of course, we we did that recording like back in June or something like yep. that. You know, uh, the last episode just aired. Or as far as I know, the last episode, like as far as all the interviews with people, because I know I've heard everything that I that I said okay. up to now. Uh, I think that excuse me, they might oh, do like a you. because I know they did this with season one. The they may go back and do like a, a rundown of stuff that they liked or you know yeah. that they learned you know um but yeah I, i've i've because i've gone back and listened to them you know as they've come out of it because the thing is is like i'm only one person on there i mean i think i think there's like there's close to, i think there's about 10 people that they interviewed okay and so it's one of those things where they had these standardized questions you know like how you know what's your earliest memory of of video stores you know what's yeah. uh, how did you get the job you know what's something that 
happened in this, you know, what's some crazy story that happened or, yeah. or what, you know, and it kind of stuff. And so it's, it's one of those things that you get everybody telling their, their, their version yeah. of that, you know? Uh, so it's, it's, it's really interesting. It's also the fact of, you know, I worked there in the late nineties, like right before DVD yeah. became a thing. Like it was just becoming a thing that people were actually starting to talk about when I left. Other people work there, worked at their video store in like the eighties or the, you know, the or very early nineties or yeah. in the two thousands when everything was closing, you know, type stuff. And they all worked for different, you know, like I worked for movie gallery. Yeah. Um, a couple of people in there worked for Blockbuster. One of them, I think, worked for Hollywood. Several of them worked for like a mom and pop place. Those are the best. Which they are. They yeah. really are. And um, I would I would encourage you know, go go look up the the rental return podcast. It's it's with the um, the Retro Network is what it's on. They also do another great show that I listen to called Wizards, which is about Wizard Magazine. Yeah. Which is awesome because they basically started with issue one and they're going through like talking about and like they're up to issue 50 now, you know, but what's really cool is that in doing that, that show and with reaching out to people on Twitter, they actually got people who worked for Wizard Magazine, like some big names of people that, you know, that, that, and like they're, they're, they're trying really hard to get Garib Seamus, who was like the owner of the, really like apparently on the episode, apparently they have exchanged some emails, but they haven't learned, but it's really kind of cool to like these people talking about the, this is what it was like to work at Wizard Magazine in the nineties, you know, type stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is really cool. I, I enjoy this quite a bit. So, uh, but yeah, go check them out. I'm, I'm always up for, uh, granted, you know, they, I know for a fact they have a much bigger audience than we do, but it's still one of those things where it's like, go listen to, I mean, I, anytime I, I hear an, a new podcast that I'm like, oh no, this is well worth no, listening I go, to. I go and check them out. Go check them out. And you know, any of, any of that it, stuff on the retro network. Yeah, I know. Any of the stuff on that retro network is really good. They've got several, um, uh, they got another one where <laughs> they get this thing where they're, they're getting these old, I think it's called wax packs or something like that. And basically what they're doing is they're getting like old, like sealed packs of like baseball or movie cards or something like that. And they're opening them and talking about what they're finding. You know, I think they also have, they also have a YouTube uh, where they do this stuff. Gotcha. Do it on video. Um, It's really cool. Like a lot of the stuff that they're doing over there. Like it's kind of another one of those. When when I was interviewing with, um, what's the guy? I can't remember the guy's name. That's like the host of everything. I told him straight up. I was like, look. I've gone and looked at what you guys are doing on your network and stuff, and I'm, I'm here to tell you right now that I had ideas for several of these <laughs> before, <laughs> and it's especially the Wizard because I was like, I because I had all these, I still have all these old Wizard magazines. I thought, yeah, it'd be kind of cool to go through these and kind of like do a, a rundown of everything. And then, of course, Wizards is out yeah. there. Uh, there was um, many years ago. Uh, I had an idea for doing something where it was like, hey, why don't we just kind of go through the year in pop culture? You know, like. Uh, like you know 10 20 30 25 years ago whatever it was it wasn't anything really round you know rounded out and then shortly after that 20 30 10 started on uh you know with laser time network and i was yeah. like uh, and that's the pretty much the exact same thing you know and it's one of those things where i'm not nobody stolen obviously it didn't it's just like those ideas get into the get out there and, yeah and, and then somebody somebody picks actually picks it up and runs with it and it's like there's been many of those so you're years. blaming me is what you're saying no, is no. because i wouldn't do this no actually you know the you thing is is that we were doing no because the thing is, is I had other people that I was supposed to do podcasts with, you yeah. know, that 
it never materialized for one reason or another. And some of it was my own, like, oh yeah, let's do this. And then somebody else picked up the ball and ran with it before I yeah. before I ever actually You got just had to wait for to me to it, blow you know? my knee out and be on heavy pain <laughs> medications to get me started. Well, yeah, that was kinda it. And, um So I I I had blown my knee out and I'd had a little surgery done on one yeah. of my knees. And I'm at home for a while. Drugged off yeah. of my drugged out of my head on prescription pain medications. And then one day we get Hey, we're going to record a podcast. Hey, we're going to record a podcast right now. I'm like, all right, dude. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, great, sure, whatever. Uh-huh. And we recorded and of, what, the first like, four episodes of it up yeah, there? Yeah, and started three episodes before I was really sober again. Yeah, something like that. medication. Now yeah. I'm, I blame this on you. Yeah, well, you go back to listen to those first couple episodes. They're, uh, they're fun. Evidently, you can you can You can hear the... Uh, the um, the fan in the background, <laughs> your ceiling fan, the uh, the, uh, the the pull chain on, yeah, it. the pull chain on there, clicking, click, 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 click. Yeah. <laughs> and then we moved here. I'm, you know, I'm and, laid up, flat on my back, yeah. knee in the air, microphone down in my yeah. face. Like, yeah, we watched. Uh, kind of feels a little. I told you to watch the crow. <laughs> I told you to watch the crow. And then I came over and we watched a couple episodes of uh, X Files. The X Files. Yeah. And when and then we also did the. I told you to make a list of bands that never made it that, you know, that should have. Yeah. And we recorded all three of those episodes, like, just bam, bam, bam. I think we did two of them the first day, and then I came up there again, like, a couple of days later. Yeah. So that we had those in, the, we already had them, you know, banked, and then we started recording the rest of them, and we've been doing it ever since, so. Yeah. And I do still have the original recording that we did here. Episode my, zero? Episode zero. You found it? Yeah. I found it. I found it on my computer whenever I was when I was uh, switching computers, like when I was pulling everything. I finally found the that episode, and uh, I've listened to it. It's yeah. okay. It's rambling, but it's fun. Well, it's like one of these episodes. Well, yeah, but I, but I mean, but let me tell you about rambling though. This thing goes from topic to topic to topic you know to topic to do? topic. So. <laughs> we ought to, you ought to give it to me. Let me put it in a wave file, and we'll post it as a Discord extra. Uh, we might do that. I've got it as a web file already. That's how we recorded it. Okay. So I mean, it's just it's it's been one of those things that I've kind of been sitting <coughs> sitting and and been like, I wonder if uh, we can at some point release this as a bonus, you know, somewhere. Uh, I say we make it a Discord exclusive. We could maybe do that. Um, I'll see if we can do that. I'm sure we can do that. I don't know. It's. You know, and it's also, you know, like, uh, I think Barry asked me the last time he was over here, you know, when we were going to record, you know, if we thought about doing Patreon. So, I'll be honest, we don't have, we don't have the audience for that. You know, it's, I mean, I, we could do it. We could try it. But the thing is, is that <laughs> I think most of the people that listen to us, we know. <laughs> like, there's a few that we don't. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, there, there are some people that we don't know that listen but I, for the most part i think if we really could get the numbers like if we if, if we were actually given like okay this person it's like yeah we know all of them you know for the, <laughs> <laughs> we've basically duped our friends and family into listening to this you know it's, <laughs> I, I will tell you this though, we are kind of looking at maybe getting into some merch maybe doing some stickers yeah, or something i'll definitely gonna do some stickers yeah. at some point but well, we we really got to start growing the show. I mean, it's this is fun to do, and and yeah. you know, I'm glad that we have the interaction with the audience that we do. We love you guys. Yeah, we do. And uh, but we want a bigger audience. I mean, that's kind of the, you know, it's <coughs> you'll make it. Hang on. 
There we go. Use our yeah. <laughs> our mute button there. <laughs> I think it's still getting picked up on yours, but I may have. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, but yeah, it's just uh it is what it is, you know. Honestly, you know, and we have not done any any marketing any whatsoever. Marketing it's all what? word of mouth. No promotion. This is all our audience fault. Exactly. So thank you so much. Exactly. All the audience that we have has happened because of our serendipitously audience. more than anything else, yeah. where it's just they found us, you know. It's <laughs> and we love you guys for spreading yeah. the word. Absolutely. And uh, since you're talking about other podcasts, I dare say spreading spread the word. Go to wherever, whatever you know, prod, podcast aggregator that you use, whether it's you know Apple Podcast or it's Overcast or it's what yeah. Podbean hey, or whatever. Please whatever go they leave are. us a review. Go leave us a review. Go leave us a, a, a like. Give us a you know. We're begging. Yeah, I mean it's, it, it's all begging. that stuff that costs you nothing and it does everything for us. I'll get down know? on my knees and beg. I'm not too proud. Dave, for we this. don't want to see you on your knees. I'll, I'll, I will beg. <laughs> since we're talking about other podcasts, yeah. Okay, go ahead, John from Gen X Grown Up. Mm-hmm. He was on something recently, wasn't he? Well, he pointed something out Uh-oh. a while back that we have not discussed. Oh, yet. the other uh, <laughs> the John, other Alan and Dave. <laughs> John has discovered another podcast with another Alan and Dave. That's Gen X. That's <laughs> Gen X, and honestly, I'm feeling a little, uh, a little. hey, we were here first. Yeah, well, we've definitely been around yeah. longer than they have, but I, I've listened to a little bit of it. Yes. Yeah, what is it, have, Gen X? It's Gen uh, X mixtape. Mixtape, that's what it yeah. is, yeah. And... Yeah, I've listened to it a little bit. Yeah, we've listened to it. I mean, they're not bad. It's a some of the stuff that they've that they've done. I they they definitely go a little deeper on some music than than I, we do. Than we do, yeah. you know, uh, which is fine. You know, I mean, it's I, I like the fact that they do themed episodes. You know, like you know, this is yeah. uh, this is a breakup mix. I also like that they have rules where they can't use the same band. And the same hey, song. It doesn't you know, matter if we have rules or not. You're one oh, of the please. first ones to break. Oh, please. <laughs> Don't even give me that, okay? You were the one that I would set these rules. I had to specifically say that you would not be able to choose the Motley Crue song in our hair metal if you didn't follow the rules. I, that was the... Because I knew that would hit you where you lived. So it was... Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Because I come and say, "Hey, make your make your '80s you know, your top ten '80s songs," and you go and like give me like four hundred songs or something. Like, wait a second, this is <laughs> I did the best I could. I did the best I could. I, I think because there's another Alan Dave out there, we need to probably get a hold of these guys. Yeah, and what's and funny them, is that get them on the podcast. It was funny is that and Alan a, have, spells his name the same way that I do. Have which, a Dave and Alan off. There you go. There you go. Find so. out who's the most Dave and who's, <laughs> who's the, the most Alan, <laughs> and get the guys of Gen X or Grown Ups Gen X. To, 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 to moderate, to moderate. <laughs> I go. want Mo on my side. You I want, want Mo? I you want Mo, Mo on your side. There you go. He, he seems to be the most reasonable. You know, it's one of those things that I think of the three. I would want John on my side, but I would probably wind up with um, um, George. With George, <laughs> George would fight the hardest for you. He would absolutely. You know, it's <laughs> George is the fighter of that group. He would fight the hardest for you unless yeah. he doesn't like you. Right. right. And then he, and he might still be mad because I called out his, uh, his Kit Kat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> his Kit Kat, his his his. I, uh, I, I called out a qual- quite a bit of stuff on that in my email. So, but the, we wound, but I wound up agreeing with him though. That was the thing. Well, so on, was, on the <laughs> on the horror movie debate, mm-hmm. it was all George. George was right about every single bit. of He it. really was, it, and I will on the horror movie debate that they did. I would stand behind George every single time right. because he was right about all of it. He was. Now, as far as 
kids' pizza places, he is one thousand percent wrong. Well, we can't. I all mean, be that perfect. is <laughs> we can't all be perfect because show, Showbiz is, is the superior pizza place. There is no ifs ands buts about it. So. Sorry, George. I, I tried to. I tried I to know. save it. Yeah, he well, had to know. take it right back there. But yeah, no, no, no. It's uh, and uh, you know, we've. And, and right now would actually be since March Madness is coming up would be a great time to do this. Yeah. I have been trying to put together a, uh, a a well, I started putting it together last fall as we were getting into yeah. you know the all of our our Oktoberfest stuff, which means it went on the back burner for a while. Yeah, um, of putting together brackets for a, uh, a Gen X movie tournament. Yeah, to find out what's the most Gen X movie. And of course, I have. There are rules on that too. You know, it's not just like, oh, what movie does Gen X love the most? It's like, no, what movie about Gen X is the most Gen X movie? You know, so it's yeah. like, you know, like Ghostbusters wouldn't be on that, even though it's a Gen X movie, right? But because it's not about Gen X, you know. Whereas, The Breakfast Club would be on that. Would be on that. You know, Absolutely. because it, because that is squarely about Generation X. You yes. Know? So it's you know it's that kind of stuff. Um, and I've got thirty two. I don't. We could probably expand it out to sixty four, like they do in the you know in the NCAA that, tournament. I think that but, would be over. But the problem is, is coming up with thirty two more movies that are directly inside of the guidelines would be a problem. We could find stuff that were kind of like, yeah, you know, neighbors to it, you know, or tangentially related. But I don't think we could ever actually get sixty four true movies. Yeah directly about Generation X. Although if you could, we could maybe, you know, get it sponsored by Nintendo. Never know. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Talking about other podcasts. Okay. Sure. On this. Yeah. Okay. You know, IGN. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can say what you will about them. I, I go back and forth on them. I listen to their Nintendo uh, voice chat podcast. Okay. Gotcha. Um, they've been running this thing where they've been doing the, the they've been running a tournament of Nintendo um hardware like gaming systems yeah of who wins you know like they're basically you know it's one of those things that they're letting their their uh the people who like you know they, they come and come to the website and stuff can vote you know the 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 fans basically can vote they've been okay until this last week and even they talked about there were some people that were really upset because one of the matchups was the n64 versus the nintendo entertainment system Ooh, oh there's no ooh to it the Nintendo Entertainment System is the better of the two. You think so? But the N64 won by quite a margin. And I'm like... Okay, I want to hear your... Because you played Nintendo more than right. I did. So I want to hear... Okay. I want to hear your opinion on okay. why the, why Here, here's the Entertainment why. Center was better than the 64. I want you to tell me all the games for the N64. Well, like I said... You no, 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 no. I want you to tell me... What are all of the the iconic games about? Uh, I, the I don't know because okay. I I was never. Here's the thing: when my you start talking about, never allowed me to okay. get Nintendo. When you I start, never could afford to get my own Nintendo. When so. you start talking about the N64, yeah, okay. Goldeneye always comes up. Yes, absolutely. I, I, okay, uh, even the Mario even 64, the, the Nintendo poor kid has played right. Goldeneye. Mario 64 game. comes up. Yeah, and um, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Like, those are your big, like, okay, everybody talks about, these are the games for the N64 everybody goes to immediately. These games were running. Let's go to the Nintendo Entertainment System. Okay. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers 3. 
okay. probably one of the best games of all time. Okay? Sure. The Legend of Zelda. The Legend of Zelda 2. Metroid. Oh, Metroid. Yeah, I forget about Metroid. Okay, I mean, and, and you start going down the line. I, I tell you, N64 also had, uh, was it a Donkey Kong Country? It was another one that was kind of a big game for them, okay? Yeah. But you just start going down the line of like all of these games that were on the Nintendo Entertainment System that are iconic games. And it, and Final Fantasy. You know, I mean, um, you know, the Dragon Warrior series. You got, um, of course, you know, you get into their own proprietary stuff. You know, like, you know, when, you, when they're reporting all the, you know, Excite Bike and Donkey Kong and Popeye and, um, see, and, I, Mario, and the original Mario Brothers. Like I said, and, I was never able to. But I'm just them. saying, when you, but, when you look at the catalog of what was available, yeah. that as of right now, you could sit down and still play. On the, the Nintendo Entertainment System, and it still be fun, and it looks good. Yeah. As opposed to the N64 stuff, which was that early polygonal crap, that it all looks bad. Yeah. None of it looks good. Okay. Uh, the biggest thing everybody always talks about with you know, with um, uh, Mario 64 is like, oh, you know, but it was the first 3D Mario. Okay, awesome. It was the first 3D Mario. I have always found that game unplayable. It hurts my head to play it because of how yeah. bad the graphics are and the way. So it the, sounds the, like the, X-axis the 64 may have won solely on the GoldenEye game. I think the N64 won solely on the fact that it was people of a certain age voting on it, and that was, that was the gaming system they grew up on. Gotcha. That's See, the because you know, I, I jumped straight from the Atari 2600 into the first PlayStation. I've got that huge gap yeah. in my game. See, I went from the 2600 to the Nintendo, yeah, to the Super Nintendo, to the Sega Genesis. And then I didn't get another game system until many years later. I, I did finally wind up getting a PS1 like after it had been out for several years. Yeah. But then I but but it really just kind of sat there. The only thing we ever did is that when that Brody and I every once in a while would play uh NFL Blitz on it. And like, See, I and had to get thing. completely mad at each and, other, and I loved it. You know, it was it was Tekken, it right? Was Tekken two, it right? Was, <coughs> Tony Hawk, the first, yeah. I, I played the crap. Well, out see, of the whole thing is, is I got into that next. <coughs> I got into that next generation of game with the Xbox. Like that was whenever I whenever I did go get another when I decided, hey, I, I really want to get a new gaming system. Yeah, I got the the, the original Xbox. I, and I so that my, was. I still have my original Xbox. Yeah, and it's hooked up to my TV I right still now. I love the Xbox. I, I mean, I know people are kind of like, oh, you know, the, the the Xbox 360 was a better. Okay, maybe, but I still love that Xbox. You know, um, I wish that I still had one. Matter of fact, I had one of the Halo, the green transparent green no, ones. I, I've, Halos, got, you know? I've got the original black with yeah. the green. I know, and, and it, I it love a, that design. It was actually love a gift. It was a gift to me, but from a bunch of friends yeah. when I graduated from. Um, Community college right. and was transferring up to the college. Oh I yeah, we love Ball State. Yeah, yeah. So, and it was cool. And like you go back to that, and you know, again, you're looking at like Fable. You know, oh, I have all the Fables. I know. Uh, I love Fable. I love that game. You know, I, I people crap that all over first it. Fable I game. Love Fable. I loved it at the time. I don't think I would so much now because <coughs> because of the fact that it is on rails. You know, because it's not open world. Yeah. But Fable two and three, yeah, I will put those games up against anything. I, there that there is, was one day that I was having a really bad day, and I was playing Fable, and I was like fifteen minutes into the quest or something, mm-hmm. and I accidentally kicked a chicken, uh, and I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you can kick a chicken yeah. in this game." 
Yeah, there's lots and of stuff you can do. I ended do, up spending like 45 minutes just, just walking around kicking chickens, kicking chickens because <laughs> I had such a bad day. It's like, you little squabs. Well, but back to the original, that was the whole, but what I'm saying is that when you look yeah. at, at the the games that people talk about whenever they talk about the N64 yeah. as opposed to the games they talk about when they talk about the Nintendo Entertainments and the NES, yeah, yeah. one is far superior to the other. You okay, know. you've convinced me. Yeah, that's it. now the thing is, is in the next round, the N sixty four has got to go up against the Super Nintendo. Well, it'll lose to that. You would think, but it better. It better, but again, because it's another. You go into what was available on each of them. You know, well, well that's true. the Super Nintendo had a much richer catalog of yeah. things. So I, you know, it, it is what it. Oh, Contra. That's another game we forgot about for the oh, Nintendo. Oh, Contra. Contra. I mean, that. I is, had a friend that would invite me over. Yeah. You know, to play Contra all the time. I know. I mean, there is just like I said. Once you start going down the catalog, and what it did for gaming, because you got to remember, like when in '83 when the when the video game crash happened, you know, people like the the whole reason that the Nintendo entertainment system is called the Nintendo Entertainment System and not the Nintendo Gaming System. It's because video games had gotten a bad rap. They had a yeah, and and retailers did not want to put them back because it was like, no, dude, we we just got burned on all this stuff. We're not going to come back with you know with this. Yeah. But I wholesalely remember the first time that I saw the commercial for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah. And being like, I gotta have one of these. I have to have one of these. This is because the thing is is that all the games they were showing looked exactly like the arcades. Yeah. Now, I asked for one, and my mom was like, you've already got a video game <laughs> system. Go play yeah. your Atari. I, you know, it's... There are some Atari games that I still love. Um, You know, a few years ago, I really got into the, going back and trying to buy a bunch of the Atari games. Dude, I've got a ton. Oh, I've got because I, so many of them. It's not even funny. I found a bowl... Mm-hmm. Of cartridges at a thrift store for, oh, like, really? for like a quarter a piece, nice. and, and bought the ones. So many of those wanted. games are terrible, though. Oh I mean, yeah. Now, I mean, don't get me like, like I will still. I mean, I can Atari sit, Circus. I can sit and play Yars Revenge for hours. That's a good one. I love that. That's probably I of the a, Atari game. Like the I actual, was an Asteroids guy. See, I was Cubert. I loved Cubert. I was terrible I, at it. I like arcade Cubert a whole lot better than the Atari Cubert. Yeah, but to be okay. able to play Cubert at home. I know. I know. And, and it also was kind of cool the, the way that they were like, <clears throat> how do we do this? Oh, it's easy. You just turn the controller diagonally. Yeah. That's how you do this. It's like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Nobody you ever know? explained that to me. Right. I had to figure that out on my own. Well, you know, I had, back then, I had bought um, uh, Spy Hunter. Oh, you know? another good game. Which... You have to have two buttons in, yeah. in Spy Hunter to play that. Well, the way they got around it is that when you bought the Spy Hunter cartridge, it came with this tray that both of the controllers would go in. Yep. Where and you would hold it up like upright, and both buttons were right there. There was one on top of the other one. So basically, you're using the buttons off of both controllers, but you're only using one controller to. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty ingenious. That they they figured out what their limitations were, and they worked worked around, around them. Yeah. Which. I gotta say, the 2600 and the NES and even the Super NES and as well as the Sega Genesis, like once you get past the 16-bit era, whenever you started getting into the 64-bit, yeah. you know, and all that, whenever they were like, oh, we don't have as many limitations, we can do, I honestly believe the games weren't as good after that because they were like, 
we can do whatever we want to. Yeah. And when when well, you're given unlimited, a lot of times you get more creativity when you're limited than you do whenever you have all the resources. Well, in. it's it's like I said back in the DJ episode with Howard Stern. The reason that his show yes. was so popular was because of the constraints he had to work around. Exactly. And it's the same thing with anything. Because oh, I agree. I agree. Necessity is the mother of invention. Absolutely. And if you have to get creative about how to do something, mm-hmm. sometimes that's the fun part of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I agree with that. That's, uh, uh, that's kind of the... <laughs> we are so all over the place here. That's kind of the internet of it all these days. Well, yeah. When you have... Everything at your fingertips 24-7, then you get bored really easily. Yeah. You think about it. Did we ever get bored when we were kids? No, because we get kicked out kicked out of the house. Well, not even just yard that, but I mean, you know, it was just like, to play with. you know, it, it wasn't even just, you know, getting kicked out of the house. It's like, even if you were forced inside, well, yeah. you always find something to do. There was nothing there. I mean, it was just like, you know, well, I mean, whatever you had, it was. You had, you had your, your Hot Wheels, your Matchbox cars, right. or you you know, had a board game, or, right. you know. You, there was something on television. Something right? on television. Yeah. Uh, later on, it was D&D. For you, all, yeah. all you needed yeah, for D&D was, you know, the instruction manual and some paper and pencil right. and some dye. And, right. You know, you entertain yourself for days on end. Right. Um, I kind of miss playing D&D. I don't really have a, a group to play with. I, you know, I've never played well, D&D. Now, here's the thing. Let me, let me say this. I know of people that I could play with. It's finding the time to that is de- a lot to of, okay. dedicate to being able to do something like that. Um, I've never I never played D anD D. Okay, something that I did get into um, in the late nineties when I was working at Hobby Town was the Warhammer yeah forty k stuff. Um, I, I still know people who play Warhammer. Oh yeah, and it seems interesting. Well, it seems like they spend more time painting models than they do actually playing anymore. There, that that's a lot of that goes into it. There is. Let me see if I can find the name of it. Um, I went to which a, wasn't there a room dedicated to learning how to paint models at Southern Fried. Yes, there was gaming convention. Yes, there was because they they cover. I, I meant to go into that room at one point and check it out. What is the name of it? I can't. I can't find it right off the top of my head. But I, I found the room with all the expensive D and D dice. Oh, I know you l- did. Lost a day. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did. I was like, buy them, buy them. I Go was ahead, do lucky it. Do to it. get there out you, of that them. room without hey, check having these to out. <laughs> spend my entire life savings. Um, I stopped into. Um, I hesitate to call it a comic book store, but it's it's a that's the way it started. But they also carry a lot of gaming stuff here. Um, um, that I haven't been in in a long time. Okay. That um, Comic City too. It's actually where you know. I don't think I've ever been in there. You know, that's they've moved a couple of times over the years, and like I remember back whenever my original podcast we got started in in there. Or actually, we got started in Fazoli's, and then we moved over there. Okay. And then we and that's where we were kind of based out of for many years. Um, and uh, it's changed ownership now, and you know, in in different stuff. But it's it's really started going more towards the gaming. But I hadn't been in there. In, Several years. Sure. And I was up that way the other day, and I was like, I'm going to go in and check and see what they got going. They had expanded the store. I was like, okay, this is cool. It looks like they're doing good. One of the things I discovered, because they, they started, they've started carrying a lot of like the Warhammer stuff, you know, yeah. Games Workshop. Something I discovered that I was like, no, 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 okay. no. Son of a bitch, I'm probably going to get into this at some point. <laughs> they have... A Marvel superheroes game out now that is almost exactly like Warhammer. Oh no! I know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, 
oh, I don't need to spend this time of money and time. I'm not doing just... it. I'm not doing it. I, have I, kept, I kept looking at it and I'm going, no, no, no. I, I need no. a new car. <laughs> I need to I need to do some fix to my computer or build a new I computer. I know. And I'm just like, oh no, why did I have to see this? <laughs> I really need a computer, Doc. I need somebody who I, I don't build computers yeah. and I'm I need to learn, but I need somebody that can just go buy a Mac, you'll be all right. <laughs> I'm I can't believe that I have become I have become a prophet from or a, 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 an apostle from Mac over the last you know, four or five years. I have basically stayed OS agnostic. Yes, my I know. entire career. I, I use Windows and Mac. Okay. Um, I I really like the user interface on Apple. I do, but I'm so angry at what they're charging for their hardware. I know to be know. and in doing oh I planned know. obsolescence I to know. where you got to replace it every three or I, four. I years. had to replace mine no, recently. So. I am going back to PC, and I'm going to have to teach myself or learn how to actually build and work on this crap myself. Mm-hmm. And well, you know, I, I have zero knowledge on how to do it. And I, I need a guru. The, you know, it's, it's like I've said many times I was, you know, the whole Mac and PC, I was in PC forever because I would look at, you know, I, I really liked the Toshiba satellites, the, the laptops. Yeah. You know, I, I owned like three of them over the years, you know, and it was one of those things that, like, I literally would like, I bought one and used it until it just didn't work any longer. And then I went and bought another one and I used it until it just did not work any longer. Yeah. And um, they were, and I'm sure they're still good because it's one of those things that the price point was always right there for me. Oh, I can get this computer that has this processor and this size hard drive and this size, you know, the, the RAM, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm paying a fraction of what I would pay for less with a Mac. Yeah. You know, as time went on, especially going from XP to Vista, which Vista sucked. Vista did suck, but after Vista did some patches and fixed a few things. It wasn't as bad as it was still, terrible. it was, it was still not as good as XP. I'm, I'm sorry. XP was just great for until they finally just said, we're not supporting it any yeah. longer. Then they went to windows seven and windows seven fixed all the stuff that was wrong with Vista and added some stuff. I really loved, but they immediately went from seven to 10, which was Vista part two. And, Ever since they, ever since when it was first Windows released. went to ten, went to Windows ten, I grew to hate Windows because every time I would open my laptop, it seemed like there was always a new update that had to be yeah. done, and it would start doing the update without asking, and it would take forever. And then it was, and then they would come back, you know, a week later and be like, "Oh, we have new updates to fix what was wrong with that last update." It was constant. Well, it was constant, constant, constant. When they first released, when they first released ten, I hated it. I really Mm -hmm. did. And it wasn't until two or three years in that it finally got to a point where, okay, I can use this. This is not a big deal. The thing with the updates and all that are, you had to go in and you had to set your computer to schedule when updates would right. happen. Do them at night you, or you, over, I would, overnight. And I would go in and I would schedule everything to happen on like a Friday night at midnight right. when I was dead asleep. So I never, I, I didn't have as many problems with it. Mm. Occasionally you'd have an emergency patch where they oh, make God, it. So and it always happened as I'm setting up an event exactly. and we're trying to kick it never off failed. at work. My mom, okay, we got my mom uh, uh, 
several years back. You know, we got her as a little like Chromebook, yeah. basically. You know, and, it, and it only, I mean, it had like the hard drive when it was like twenty five gig or it's something. It wasn't anything, but it was it's one basically of those things. an internet. Machine. It really was, but the problem was it was running on Windows ten, and so they were always we got to do this update. We got to do this update. Well, there wasn't enough hard drive space to do the updates. Yeah. Because even though she didn't have anything on it, because my mom really, literally was just using it for the internet, she wasn't, she wasn't putting like anything else. She wasn't downloading yeah. anything, blah, blah blah. And so it was one of those things that it it was like you can't because the hard drive, even though this thing is supposed to be a netbook basically, and because the hard drive isn't massive, yeah. You basically bricked bricked this thing six months into owning a, a brand new one. Mm-hmm. Because of all these stupid updates, and yep. that was, I was like, "Now nah, this is this is dumb." I, I'm, I'm, you know, and so it was one of those things that when I finally did have an opportunity to to purchase a used Mac, mm-hmm. and I did it, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Oh, this is what everybody's been talking about for so long." Yeah, you know. But the problem, and is- the thing is, is I bought the Mac. The first Mac that I purchased was probably six years old at the time, and the amount of money that I paid for it was still comparable to what I would have bought a brand new yeah. <laughs> Toshiba <laughs> satellite for. But that was back when uh, um, an <laughs> Apple laptop would last right, forever. Right. It, and I did. I had that laptop for a long time yeah. until actually until last year when I finally, because of all the updates, it became obsolete. And I had to buy a new, Tim new Cook used one. And the bean counters at Apple, yeah. you know, have worked in that planned obsolescence oh, yeah. to where, you know, to get into a base level Mac, ridiculous i'm talking about the, oh, I know. the desktop mac you know it's it's like four grand no. and you get nothing Mm-mm. to get one that's fully built out to where i can use it for like video editing and all the other stuff is like 10 grand mm-hmm. i'm sorry i'm not well, paying. Come on, why don't you get why don't you have 10 grand laying around you can do that i'm not okay. paying double what's wrong with you i can't afford a five thousand dollar <laughs> car right now i'm trying to save up to get me a five thousand dollar car i know and yeah, they want you're to. not trying hard enough. You are not you are not dedicated enough to Apple to where you're going to drop that ten grand, and and we're worried about you because of it. Which is why <laughs> I'm going back to the poor man's PC. Which again, I I have I have many times talked about the cult of Apple, and it is yeah, you know, it's a lot a of cult. ways it is a cult, you know, and it's, if, and it's and it's so funny that I have a Mac and an iPad and an, uh, an iPhone and all this stuff because I was so like anti Apple for years simply simply because of their followers more than anything yeah. else you know it's well, and, and if it wasn't for the fact that a lot of the AV stuff that I do and a lot of the mixing board applications that I use with the mixing boards that I use are solely Apple mm-hmm. so I need my phone to be able to interact with them you know wirelessly mm-hmm. when I can mm-hmm. I would completely be looking at a Galaxy S22 when it comes out. Right. I, w- I would be going back to Android. But because I've got to have that Apple product to interact with all that other stuff, because they won't write the applications for Android. Right. I've, I've got to go back to Apple, which I'm not happy about. Right. I'm really... If I could get my hands on Tim Cook, I would <laughs> stomp his toes as hard as I could because I'm so angry at the guy. Right. He's ruined that company. Right. He's made him a billion dollars. Yes, I mean, he's made him a very successful company, but he doesn't give a crap about innovation or the user experience. And the difference between him and and Steve Jobs. Okay. Steve Jobs was an asshole. Straight up. Yeah. I mean, no, no, and and like he did, he, he would not deny that. But the thing is, is that Steve Jobs had this idea of what Apple was supposed to be. Yeah. And he didn't care if you liked him or not because he had a vision. 
Tim Cook has a bottom line. Yeah. And that's the difference. It's like he's a, he's a completely different asshole. He's a, he is a you know a, a corporate asshole, whereas you know Steve Jobs was a kind of a an artist asshole. Well, he know? was he was a visionary, right? A hole, right? And whereas Tim Tim Cook is a corporate sellout bean counter. Yeah, I agree with how, that. How much money can we make for the investors? Right. It's not about innovation. Nope. It's not about you know creating completely cool, you know, awesome and that was, products that people are can use and not have to worry about being that was up. the big difference between apple and microsoft in the beginning yeah is that apple was in it to help you know they, they wanted to create something that was innovative yeah. and was looked at as a piece of art that would also push i really wish humans forward i really wish steve wozniak yeah. would do a violent corporate takeover yeah, of Apple and put the company back and, on and track. back to where it was now. Whereas yeah. from the very beginning, uh, what's his name? Um, Microsoft. Gates. Oh, my break. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Bill Gates wanted to take over the world. <laughs> what do you mean wanted to take over the from world? From the very beginning, this that guy was his. Wa- this that guy was... still wants to take over Did the world. Did you ever, oh, what was the guy's name? There was a, oh, he was a comedian. He's he's no longer with us. That had a great bit about um, about uh, Bill Gates. talking about, you know, that he's like, how many times do you... Uh, how many times do you have to have your underwear pulled up to your ears and stuff in the locker before you decide you're going to take over the world with computers? <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> the beginning of a villain story. Yeah, exactly. This is exactly how a supervillain is born. Is born, you know, and it's uh, and, and what's what the difference is is from every account that I've ever heard, the Waz is probably one of the nicest people. Oh, absolutely. Ever met. Oh, dude, I've heard so many great I, I would stories love to about meet this guy. He seems so cool. Did you ever hear the story about Tetris? No, with him. Okay, back. Uh, this is going. This is circling back around to something we were talking about earlier. Nintendo Power magazine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when the they used to do this this really cool thing, like you know, you could send in like your top scores. Yeah. You know, and they would they would publish who you know who that kind of stuff. When the Game Boy came out, you know, Tetris was on there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nobody knew this for years until like I was about a decade ago. And, uh, you know, this is after Nintendo, it was right around the time Nintendo Power Magazine stopped publishing. Sure. He was like, yeah, if you go back and look at all the scores that were put up in Nintendo Power Magazine of, um, like, the high scores for, for Tetris on the, on the Game Boy, he goes, they're all mine. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, as a matter of fact, if you look, you'll see the same name at the top, like all the way up to a certain point, and then it's somebody else, and then it's that name for a whole bunch. He's like, that was me also because they stopped accepting my scores because I kept doing it all the time. So I just took the, the username that I was using and reversed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's stories like this that make me love the Waz. I know. It's just... <laughs> The wonderful wizard, the Waz. I know it's that is a uh, Steve Wozniak is one of those dudes I would love to like sit down and have talk dinner with. And I want to talk to him about like his phone freaking days more than anything else. You know, like the pre Apple stuff. Oh, that would be yeah. You know, that's yeah. uh that that's pretty interesting to me. Of I, I have I have some kind of weird fascination with um with the 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 early early days of. Of uh, com- uh, computers, you know, like the pre, the pre, and the very early days, you know, yeah. like, as you know, but you know, again with Bill Gates, you know, 
the greatest thing Bill Gates ever did was sell a computer language that didn't exist. Yeah. I mean, quite honestly, I, he, he straight up sold that. That was their whole deal to him and his, uh, I, forget, I can never remember what his, his partner's name was back then, but it was one of those things that they legitimately sold a computer language that did not exist and then had to go and create it. Yeah. And that was kind of the whole, again, Hey, we, we sold this thing. Now we got to build it. And again, going back to that, you know, necessity being the mother of invention of like, no, we just got a bunch of money for something. And we have to figure out how this works. Yeah. So, and that's pretty cool. And, and with the wise, I wouldn't even have to talk computers with him. I just yeah. want to sit down and have dinner with him and hang out. Yeah. There is that. What, you, you know, know, what music are you listening yeah. to right now? What do you, what are you interested in? Oh, I know. I mean, no. that would be so cool. I know. I agree. Oh, you got it again. Oh, dude, man. What did you uh, have for lunch? I had Waffle House for lunch. Oh, there you go. Love me some Waffle House. Let me, let me tell you something, guys, and gals that are out there. Um, <clears throat> if if you want to eat clean, and by that I mean like you can, I mean like if you're in the keto or paleo or any of that kind of stuff, Waffle House is a wonderful place for that. What? Yes. Uh, they have waffles and pie. and Yeah, but you don't have to eat brown. that stuff. Yes, you do. If no, you, you go don't. to the Waffle House. You I mean, because it's like this is this is my. It's, it's a law. This is my this is my my keto dinner that I have there. You you can't leave Waffle House without pie. That's against I, the law. Yeah, I do all the time, but I will go and get you know like two eggs over easy, the pork chops, and have grits instead of hash browns. That's a carb. It's corn. It is, but it also is because of the protein that's in it. It's a net gain. So, I hate you. I know it's one of those things where you know you, you look at the fiber versus you know all the kind of stuff. It actually is a net on that. So it's one of those things that everything that I just listed right there, and I always I drink coffee black. So and that that's like a zero. <laughs> it, there's nothing to it whatsoever. So it's one of those things that like you're you're looking at high protein and all of that stuff that I just listed, and it's filling and it's good. <laughs> so <laughs> and here I am trying to lose weight and I'm just hungry all the time. Dude, I have been so hungry here lately. And I mean like, oh, I just want to eat. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I will all of a sudden just get this deep, like, growl welcome, in my stomach. Welcome of, to my you life. 24-7, 365. Like, world, you know? And I've been eating a lot of cheese because, you know, keto again, you know? And, and that kind of, so that's kind of my, okay, well, I'll just go grab, you know, grab a stick of cheese and, and well, eat it. Well, you probably it. haven't been to the bathroom in weeks. No problems, no. Mm. No, I just. My I doc- know everybody wants to know about my regularity. <laughs> no, my doctor, my doctor got a hold of me. He wasn't happy with my diabetes numbers yeah. and sent me to an endocrinologist. Endocrinologist immediately sent me to a nutritionist, right? Who immediately put me on a twenty-two hundred calorie diet a day. Twenty-two wouldn't be that bad for me. I know you're sitting here giving me the death clay. Death clay. I, Matter of fact, I would struggle with getting 2,200 calories in a day. It's, I could do that at a meal. I used to be able to yeah. do that at a meal. No problems, no no big deal, and then eat a snack later. Right. But I was 6'2", 300 and almost 60 pounds. Yeah, but you're also 6'2", which, you know, you've got six inches on me, so that's... Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Speaking of which, did you see the, the meme I tagged you in? Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Over on which one? Grown up Gen X. I don't know. Oh, you'll have to go look no, down no, there. No. That was. Did you hear about the um, the tech player that got but, kicked off the team this week? No, hold on. Okay, but 
that being said, I have dropped down to when I got on the scale this morning. I was three twenty seven. Yeah, no, so. I, I can tell you lost weight. I mean, I've, I've that's forty pounds. I mean, that's good. You know, that's roughly forty pounds. Um, no, there was a a, a professional Tekken player that played for like the Japanese and the esports stuff. Yeah, she was on the Japanese team that was basically canceled this last week because she tweeted out that that uh. <laughs> What was it? What was it said? Uh, short men shouldn't be allowed any human rights or something like that. <laughs> you must have been really. Well, no. See, here's her thing. She said men under five foot five should not be allowed human rights. So you were almost. I'm old. over five five. Okay. Not by much. Uh, three inches. Yeah, I mean that's a. Uh, but it's. Uh, three inches. Yeah, I'm five eight. Are so you sure? I am flat footed without. You look all of five six. Yeah, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> But it, it's I. I sure it's funny because my my. It's funny because my ex wife because she she was tall. I mean she was five yeah. seven. You know, and you know she was always like, "You're not five eight. You're not five eight, Blah blah blah. And of course we had to like when you know, we were getting insurance, life insurance taken care of. Yeah. They came out and did like all the the measurements and stuff, and measured both of us. And sure enough, I was five foot eight. <laughs> and, and she was like, "I just don't believe it." I'm like. Was that I've barefoot? been telling you, yes, that was barefoot. As like I've been telling you, every time I have on ever, an apple box. no, every time that I have ever been been, you know, in my adult life that I've been because I stopped growing when I was in high school. Um, when uh, I've been in my adult life that I've been measured, it's always been five eight. So I'm like, all right, fine. You know, that's whatever it is. Who cares? Again, it goes back to the whole, there's nothing I can do about that I, whatsoever. I, I just like The only thing that's going to happen is I'm going to get shorter as I get older. Because that, that's just, that happens, you know. I mean, it's a, but yeah, that was her whole, apparently the story of what happened was that she had ordered a pizza. Yeah. And some dude that delivered the pizza asked for her phone number. And she got upset about it because he was because apparently he was like some he was some sort guy that asked for her phone number. And she said, had he been six foot two and been and been like all muscular and everything, she would have probably given him the number. And it's like, see that this isn't this isn't a height problem. I know this is a shallow problem. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm gonna call it. And that's um, something that, there's a lot of women out there that are just shallow es- over this height, thing. especially in the dating, like the dating app Hon- thing. Honestly, I'm telling you, more times than not, I see when I have, I'm not any longer, but when I have been on dating apps, yeah, they're all if you're under six foot tall, don't just swipe left. I mean, just like, and it's like, I think if they're going to ask you how tall you are, mm-hmm. you should be able to ask them what they weigh. Yeah, what do you weigh? I agree. You know, I mean, it's a, it is what it is. You know, it's it's like I, I've said many, many times. Look, I'm five foot eight. I weigh more than I should. Uh, you know, I'm bald. And the whole thing is, you know, and and I'm also not wealthy. Okay, but here's the thing: three of those things I could do something about. Yeah, one of them I can't. If I decide that I, I don't like the way that I weigh. Or I, what the, you know the way that I you know the, the the weight that I'm at you know or that I'm not in good enough shape I yeah. can do something about that. If I decide I don't like that I'm ma- I'm not making enough money I can go get a better job. Yeah. If I decide hey I am so vain and so insecure in myself that a full head of hair is something that that I need go get I plugs. can go get I can spend thousands and thousands of dollars to get to get hair plugs. Yeah, I'm never growing any taller than I am. 
And so it's just, it is well, what it I'm is. All I'm going to say so. is that at 6'2 and fat, mm-hmm. I found me a girlfriend and I got married. There you go. I, and it's, it. Well, you know, it, it, even I've been heavy. five eight and, and 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 at least a little chubby at one point yeah. and, and now really chubby. I can convince two different women to marry me. So. Well, <laughs> and, and what I found, and I didn't I've, slouch on either one of them. I, so. I've been heavy my entire life. What I found is that if you're if you're confident and right. if you're funny, right, and if you're willing to talk to anybody, it doesn't matter. The shotgun approach. <laughs> well. People are gonna, people are gonna hate on me for this. Yeah, but when we would be out, I know. You know, my my approach was, what's the worst I can say is no, right? And I would go up, I'd be, talk, be talking to somebody, and they'd be like, "Look, I'm I'm not interested." And I would look them square in the eye and go, "Why are you so picky?" I'm not, mm-hmm. and turn around and walk off. Well, one of two things would either happen. Well, one of three things would either happen. They would either just ignore me and let me walk off. She would get upset and come over and try to figure out what my deal was, and then get to talking to me, and then we would go out. Or one of her friends would be incensed for her and come over and talk to me. I get her number and then we right. go out. You know, I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, screw you. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I was looking at their meme. Yeah, whatever. Um, there was this this girl. We're going back 20 years now. Okay. Okay. Maybe actually longer than 20 years. That I met through mutual friends that you know as well. Okay. I don't know that you actually. Oh, actually, you know what? You do know who I'm talking about. Right. We'll talk about it off camera, off, off uh, mic. Off okay. mic. Ooh, yes. this ought to be fun. Is this uh, going to be as good as the last one where I nearly fell out of my chair? Uh, maybe. She was not someone that I necessarily found attractive, but there was a little bit of something there. Yeah, you know, you get that every once in a while where you meet somebody and you're like, not really my type, but apologies up front. In a pinch, she'd do. Okay, okay, that's, that's not how I would have put that. <laughs> that that is not, not because not because she was unattractive and not because of of anything like that. She was just not your type. You could she was needy as everything. Okay, so okay, I, we may be getting to the root of the yeah. issue. And so, like the first time I met her, she was pretty bold okay okay um and it was one of those things that she never like was just like overtly hitting on me but it was one of those things where i met her at a time and especially on the night that i met her where i was um i was in a mood okay okay and uh that that's all i should really say is that i was in a mood and so all night long i was paying her backhanded compliments and negging her and just, you know, because I was just having fun. I mean, I was just... You were being your normal self. I, I really was. And it was one of those things, you know, and she was just so like, I'm like, God, you're so... Why are you acting like... Why are you being so mean to me? Blah, 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 blah. But then she'd come back for more. You know, I mean, it was just on and on and on okay. and on and I'm, on. I'm not going to make a comment. Okay. And so it was one of those things that I just... I had fun all night long just like... Yeah. Just picking on her, like relentlessly picking on her. And it's funny because... I honestly, at that point, I never thought that I would see her again. Well, for the next few years, she kept popping back up. And like literally, it was a, I would not see her for six or eight months at a time or something like that. And then she'd show up and immediately she'd be like, you were so mean to me, blah, 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 blah. And I just started on her again. And the whole time going, I've so got her on the hook of I could do anything I wanted to to her if I so chose, you know, type thing. Yeah. That, the last time I saw her, 
mm-hmm. was a little over a decade ago. Okay. And I had not seen her prior to that for a good six, seven years, something like that. Sure. Exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm talking about like we were both in our 30s at this point, you know. We weren't yeah. like, you know, and we're just like, oh man, some things never change. You know? <laughs> She's just holding the door open for I, you. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm, and I'm just like, I'm never, never, never. This is never going to happen. I mean, never going to happen. <laughs> you know? But there was, it was just this whole thing where I mean, it was just a. I want to make like three or four comments here, <laughs> but I need to keep some friends, so yeah. I won't. But it was just one of those, another one of those Allen moments of, hey, let's see how far I can push this thing, you know? <laughs> that That's always been you pushing limits. I've always and, been the and one. I mean, like, even there. to the point to where, like, the, I look back now on some of the comments that I made towards her. I mean, like, man, that was really mean. Like, I crossed the line from picking to mean. And she still came back for more all the time. <laughs> it's just like, man, I really hope that at some point she found some some self esteem or something, you know. <laughs> no, just no. checking, just checking. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know. So again, there, there's another uh, story from my uh, oh my uh, douche past of 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 like you know. I have multiple stories of, uh, of that I, kind of stuff. I got rid of that soundboard. I was yeah. going to hit you with the douchebag. But, uh, yeah, so it's a... Uh, I doubt she's listening, and I'm not going to say her name. But no, don't. I'm not my... Name no stretch. names. Because, you know, the, the, the funny thing is, is that I've found over the years that sometimes when you say somebody's name, it, like, manifests them in your life again. Yes. And it's like, I really don't want that <laughs> yes <it's, laughs> i don't want that back in my life whatsoever recently and um i'm in a good place so it's just kind of yeah. one of those and again wasn't anybody i was ever involved with in any shape way or form yeah but she was always for several for a good five or six years she was orbiting yeah yeah i mean just like i run into her random places i mean just like you sure she wasn't uh-huh. stalking you? Well, I'm no, because she was already there when I got there, you know, or whatever. Like walking, I was like, that oh, look, does not mean a thing, you know. Uh, I ran into her. <laughs> I ran into her on a date one time. Oh no, <laughs> she was on a date. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> did not stop anything that I did. <laughs> I bet it didn't. Knowing you, it probably got worse. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was it was funny. Well, to me, it was funny to me. It, it was actually funny to the, the, the other people that I was there with. But, oh, I'm sure. It but probably wasn't. She funny was not. To him. She was not happy, and I think he had already decided that this was this was him. not going. I, I don't know. I don't know because he didn't. He never, never once interjected himself in the conversation or anything, and just like okay. gotcha. So well, it's been about an hour. It has, just and, kind of and we have on. rambled and had a good time and talked about everything that comes to mind. Yep, um, I've had a good time. Now, I have too. if you have, as, if you have, as a listener has not had a good time, we need you to get on Discord and. Let, oh, and hold let, on! Before we before oh, we get into that, okay, fine. Um, I try to be professional, and you. Just well, no, I on. just something that. Yep. Recently, um, have you watched uh, the Book of Boba Fett? Yes, all of it. Yes. Okay, maybe I should ask you this question off because I it might be potential spoiler or something. But 
let's let's give it a couple three weeks okay. before we start talking about Book of Boba Fett. All right. Um, another thing, I just I was telling you, I watched Nightmare Alley last night. Um, haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I know, and it was one of those things that it's a Guillermo del Toro, del Toro movie, mm-hmm. so it's got elements of the fantastical in it. You know, even though it's it's set in the early 1940s and it deals with a guy that joins a carnival and then he learns how to be a mentalist and then he like okay what happened he becomes famous because of it or he becomes rich because of it and then there's a whole thing that happens that it's basically his downfall yeah and the problem i had with this movie it's gorgeous to begin with like the way it's shot Guillermo i know Toro. but the way it's shot is like uh what's her name um Kate Blanchett is yeah. in this movie and she is shot like a femme fatale in every noir that you've seen where like every time that she's in a frame, everything yeah. is just slightly shadowed except the lights on her face. Probably you know it's kind of a, a slightly slightly soft off. And yeah, and, and it's like you know it's all it's all and it's yeah. what's kinda cool is that they it was shot in color, but they did a black and white release of it as well. Oh, you know, nice. the noir the white. Yeah. Um I really enjoyed the movie overall, even though there's something that happens early in the movie. That I was like, oh yeah, this is this is coming back at the end, you know. It, okay. It's like no, I I already know how this movie ends. Let's put it this sure. way, you know, because of this, and it's very heavy handed. Of, I think that that Del Toro thought that he was being clever with it, and I'm like, oh no, you just telegraphed what's going to happen because yeah. it's a two and a half hour movie, and and it, I never found it to be overly long. I, I've I've heard some critics say that that you know like oh they could have cut, yeah. however, but I was like, eh, it's, I can't think of anything. They could have shortened some parts, like the, the like all of the the opening carnival stuff. They probably could have shortened down a little bit, but yeah, it still kind of feels like it. It jumps quite a bit, of like could have been two and a half hours. It was. Well, it is two and a half hours. Okay, long, could have been three hours. Yeah, but it but it sometimes it kind of feels like a collection of scenes rather than a full story. Gotcha. You know that, yeah. that and that's uh, uh, there's some great performances in it. I mean, just across the boards, great actors, you know, it's um, Bradley Cooper and Willem Dafoe and um, Ron Perlman and, um, okay. uh, like I said, Kate Blanchett. Well, you had me at Willem Dafoe. And, I mean, it's just, it's one of those, it's just like, okay, you know, the, 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 it's got great performers in it. Yeah. Um, and I loved it because, I, I, I've talked about it on here before, how I love carnival and circus. Yeah. Culture, yeah, I love all that stuff, you know. And this deals with sideshows and you know, yeah, and all that stuff. And I was like, I love that. There's something about that aesthetic that I absolutely love. Um, and uh, I think it's worth a watch. It's on HBO Max now. Okay. Um, I think it's actually still in theaters. It's been nominated for a couple Oscars, which I care less about the Oscars because I I could care less about any of those. I know. I really don't. the, The only ones I might watch is. I don't watch any of them anymore. Well, like the Country Music Awards, and that's because, those. and that's mainly because I know people who are working on those shows. I get that, and I kind of want to support them. As I've gotten older, I've really it's become, not the same without Brad and Gary. Yeah. I mean, I've be really become tired of whatever industry has decided to pat itself on the back for three hours or use it for their political. Yeah, I, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, that it's just. I, I, and that's the biggest thing with the Oscar is that, that that is three hours of Hollywood saying, look how great we are. 
look how woke we are. Look how whatever, you know, and yeah. it's like, look how we're better than you. You know, this is, I think, screw you. Okay. And the thing is, is that most of the time the movies that are nominated, either I haven't seen or I'm never going to see. Yeah. Or they're not as good as other stuff that I've seen during the year. Yeah. You know, I mean, that that's a lot of the movies that were nominated this year for the Oscars. I have not and will not ever see. No. I just don't care. Exactly. And and then you go back and you look at some other stuff that won Oscars and you're going, why did this win an Oscar? Mm, yeah. This this was routinely this trounced, was a you know this was a political choice. Yeah, well, it's was not a even just financial that. choice. It, it's just a, like, you know, there's look, I, I know it might not be popular, but Bohemian Rhapsody should have never been nominated for anything. I mean, it was a good movie. Oh. Take but the not, fact that it's about nominated. Freddie Mercury, okay? Yeah. Okay, take all that. The fact that we have such a love affair for Freddie Mercury and all that, okay? The movie itself is not good, okay? It's poorly written. It's poorly acted for the most part. And it's got all of the stupid Mike Myers playing a record exec saying, oh, there's never going to be anybody listening to Bohemian Rhapsody in a car headbanging, you know. Okay, that made me laugh. Or that, or, that, that made me laugh. Or, you know, they're they're not sure whether or not Freddie needs to be in the band, and so he starts singing a song, and then all of a sudden they be, they start all harmonizing with him. It's like, this is all BS, okay? This is all like... It's a fictionalized version I of what it. actually happened. But it's one I of mean, those things they do where, a you, lot of this. where you sit there and you watch all this stuff, and you go, this isn't even clever it's they, they, they you think you're being clever with all this but this is like biopic 101 and this is like bad biopic 101 for a lot of it you know and let's be honest that movie cuts off where it should have started you know it fine the first the, the you know early queen is fine and all but really and truly what is f- fascinating about freddie mercury is not his first marriage to a woman it's everything after he came out True. Okay. That's where, you know, and especially the fact of him being who he was at a time when that was not acceptable. Yeah. And also the fact of him having to play with that, of being coy about it for a long time before it finally happened. And I'm not even talking, and you know, the, it, it just, I don't know. It, it just was not a good movie. It just wasn't a good movie. You can like it and still say it's not a good movie. You know, I, I, that's I've watched a, it a couple times. I, I enjoy it. Definitely not Oscar worthy by no. any stretch of the imagination. No, not at all. Any stretch. Like there were so many other or there were other movies that were better, much better than that movie. Or performances yeah. that were better. Yeah. Well, I mean, one that you talked about was Steve Carell and Foxcatcher. Yeah. I mean, he maybe should have at least been nominated. Yeah, but he was just playing it to the rafters though i mean that but was so over the top that's what Carell does i know but another, steve Carell, another one another one that maybe should have been looked at that had Carell in it i forget what the name of it is but he goes to his friends to ask him to go with him to like bury oh his son. yeah i can't think of the name um, of the movie. uh it's a it's a it's a richard linkletter movie yeah uh, it's it's his vietnam buddies yeah that he goes yeah um and it, i have not seen that i've heard it's really good I, um, i've i've watched it once it's been a I think it's it was, been a few years. Yeah. yeah, I know. But I I really enjoyed it, and I really thought, wow, this is a side of Steve Carell I haven't right. seen before. Right, right. And I, I heard that, um, was it Sweet Boy? Is that, that the name that, of it? That's going to bother me. I'm going to have to look it up now. There, there's, I think it's called Sweet Boy. It's based on an, on, 
on two books actually about this father and son that the son was an was a drug addict for years and that the, they both wrote a book about the, the you know yeah. where it's from each side of it and they made a movie and I've, I've heard that that's really good as well because it it is looking at, you know, from the son's side of this is why this happened. This is why he was like this for so long. And then the dad's side trying to figure out why his son is doing all this stuff, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Carell has done some really good, like he was excellent in Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I mean, that's, yeah. that's uh, uh, you know, there, there there have been plenty of times that he has done dramatic work that was really good where he wasn't playing this really over the top sensationalized version of some somebody. And, uh, did you find it yet? I know I'm, it's I'm, a Richard, Richard Linklater. I'm, I'm still looking and, uh, keep, keep talking. Yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I know I can talk and, and, you know, kind of, I'm, I'm doing the so. IMDb thing. Yeah, I know. Um, actually you might want to go and look at Richard, Richard Linklater. Uh, to see what movies he's done. Let's see, this was what... I heard Welcome to Marwin was pretty good, too. Okay, look, here's the thing about Welcome to Marwin. Um, Last Flag Flying is the one I'm talking about. Is that it? Oh, yeah, Last Flag Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and that's not a link letter. Yeah, it's him and Lawrence Fishburne, Brian Cranston. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, Welcome to Marwin is based on a true story. It okay. Um, Last flag flying is about a Vietnam vet and his buddies that are getting together to bury his son, who was a Marine killed in right. the Iraqi War. Right, right. And and I was I was like I haven't seen this out of yeah. before. So sorry. Go ahead. Um, Welcome. To, I was saying that Welcome to Marwin is actually based on a true story. The actual true story about what happened with this guy is much more fascinating than what they put on film. Okay. Um, the problem with Welcome to Marwin is that they they concentrated a little too much on this fantasy world of these dolls of what was happening you know, with like with him. Yeah. You know, yeah. than they did about. <laughs> him and his relationship with the actual women in, in his life. Okay. Uh, one of the things that's actually pretty interesting about that that whole thing is the guy that it's based on, you know, because it was one of those things, you know, he got beat really badly and, like, lost a lot of memories, you know, of what yeah. happened prior because of the, <clears throat> the head trauma that he sustained. And it was one of those things that, that come to find out, this guy was a cross-dresser. Okay. He had no recollection of it. Okay. It was kind of one of those things that, like, whenever he came back home, he, like, goes and looks in this one closet. It's just full of women's clothing. And it was just kind of like, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it was like a, what's this? What's going on? You know, type thing. And, like, that's not in the in the movie at all. You know, it's, okay. it, which, again, it's kind of one of those, okay, what's going on? You know, he had him dealing with all this stuff. But there, there's so much more in that story like the actual real story yeah. than what's put in the movie um that both <laughs> that movie and fox catcher yeah when i saw the trailers for them i was like oh so steve carell's trying is like actively lobbying for a 
for an Oscar here, you know? <laughs> and it's funny is that yeah. ne- neither one of them wound up being nominated for Oscars because people kind of looked at them and like, oh, you're trying too hard, dude. You know, th- this is, uh, yeah. you know, and it's one of those things I would love to see Steve Carell do something. Serious. Serious that is not over the top, that is subtle, Yeah. that would really show. I think he could pull it off. I think he just hasn't. Right. Oh, like I said, all or, you got to do is go ha- back and watch Little Miss Sunshine. Or he is spectacular ha- in that movie. Or hasn't been given the opportunity right. to flex those Have jumps. you ever seen um, The Way, Way Back? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. Steve Carell, it's got Sam Rockwell. Okay. And I forget who else it is. Basically what it is is that Steve Carell is dating this woman who has a teenage son. And he, the two of them don't really get along. And Steve Carell's kind of a dick on top of, like, his character is really yeah. kind of, you know. Okay. It opens up with this whole thing, like, they're going to the stay at, a, at, like, a vacation, you know, like a, like a vacation rental or whatever, you yeah. know. And Carell's giving the kid, like, this whole thing about, you know, your problem is that, is that you know, you need to be a 10, you know, in life in order to get somewhere. And he goes, and you're just kind of a six. You know, it's kind of one of those where he's just yeah. real like talking down. And he couldn't find out, you know, he's having an affair with somebody else and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And the mom won't leave him because she's afraid she's not, she's in her forties and can't find somebody else. It's yeah. Typical stuff. But what's really cool is that he goes to this water park and Sam Rockwell uh, works there. And he's kind of that like older dude who's like, you know, kind of takes him under his wing, you know, and it's a whole, yeah. you know, like, it's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. Okay. Uh, but Steve Carell plays kind of a subtle dickhead in it, you know, where it's another one of those things where it's like, wow, Steve Carell is really a good actor. And it's plus if I, The Way Way Back is just a good movie. It reminds me a little bit of Adventureland. I don't okay. know if you saw that one or yeah. not, which I love that movie, you know. Um but uh, yeah, it's All right, uh, I'll check it out. Yeah, and did you have you ever? When I was looking at what Richard Linklater there. Did you ever see um, Everybody Wants Some? No, you know what I'm talking about. No, it's been called a spiritual sequel to um, Dazed and Confused. Oh, you've talked about this. Yeah, it's, it takes yeah. place in the 80s, and it's um, it's set in college at this uh, baseball team. You know, yeah, college baseball. Uh, it's it's really good. Okay, man. remind me. I'll have one. to yeah. see if it's streaming somewhere. I think it is, but it, it's definitely worth a look because it really does. Like I said, it's got that whole vibe of of Days and Confused, yeah. you know, because it is it's a period piece. It's set in the early eighties, and yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just really good. It's got what's her name in it, uh, Chloe, or uh, the one that was in. Um, Zombieland Double Tap. Oh, um, um, Chloe. I can't. You know what I'm talking about. I, she was the real airheaded one. That, yeah, that I know who like, you're talking about. I just can't think of her yeah, name right she now. She was so good in, in both of those movies. Yeah. <laughs> I love that in Double Tap where she's talking about. I had this idea. You know, I know you guys don't think I'm smart, but I had this idea about a car service where you know, you like use your own car and you know and go and pick up people, and they're like, well, "What keeps them from killing you?" Well, you know, there's a rating system. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, 
never really thought about it that way with Uber and Lyft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just go and pick up a random stranger. I know. It's like, yeah, and what's to keep them from killing you? There's a rating system. Remember when we were <laughs> kids, our parents told us, Never get in a car with a stranger. stranger. Now you do it every, you know, and, all the time. And, and now, like, you know, you use an app to get in a car with a, a stranger. stranger. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I can't say much because it's <laughs> helped me pay the bills for the last few years, you know. But yeah. uh, I, I have honestly never used either one of those services. Right. I mean, it's... It is what it is, you know. It's it, it's. I obviously I have driven more than I've actually ridden yeah. in a lift, uh, but it is one of those things. Like when I was in Vegas last summer, I used a lift everywhere we went, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's it's great because the thing is, is you think about how much a cab ride would be from yeah. the strip to downtown, you know, down to Fremont well, Street, and it would just be astronomically expensive as opposed to, oh, hey, I can, you know, this person can give, like, a well, ton of rides the fact day that and, cabs are so overpriced oh, I know. as it is. I know. And, and whether or not they what, actually show up is another thing. Yeah, That's and show up where they deal. say they're going to show know, up. And, and if they're not going to cheat you by taking right. the longest route exactly, possible, exactly. which is one of the reasons why Uber and Lyft have right. been so successful, right. because of how dirty and shady yeah. you know, the taxi cab companies Exactly. Are. I agree with that. And that's, uh, and believe me, I never had a whole lot of love for the taxi companies to begin with, but after driving for Lyft for just a couple of years, I got I hated taxi companies because the taxis started playing dirty games where they would block off all the 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 pickup spots yeah. you know and stuff i mean it was just like a all you're doing is you're just showing how much of a dickhead you really are yeah. you're not you're not you know it's one of those things where it's like yeah you go in and parking in this area that's designated for pickup and staying there without being called mm-hmm. you know, and and blocking all this. all you're doing is you're blocking up traffic here on a main thoroughway because i'm going to have to pull up right next to you and and wait for my my ride and they're not going to because they can't because they can't see me right off the bat they're not going to just go ahead and jump into a cab all yeah. you're doing is being a bunch of dickheads and that's you know I've, I've got a way to fix this yeah. i'm going to start a company where we get a fleet of four-wheel drive suvs mm-hmm. and we put huge cattle catchers in the front of them just move them right that, out of the way that huge bumper <laughs> and we put winches on both sides there you go. and we just go and we pull up and we clean out the, there you the pickup zones there you go just dr- we literally just oh you know it'd be better mm. the tow trucks that they use for repossession oh yeah to where you don't even have to get out of the truck nope, to hook them up right up underneath yeah you just back up, up pull them out and just drive off with them that's true that's true that just that's, picks them up that's a good business model there yeah as long as you can get it, you know, financed. I'm in a cab. Approved. I've been kidnapped. How have you been kidnapped? I'm being towed. You shouldn't have parked somewhere exactly. you shouldn't have been. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right. So now we're almost at an hour and a yep. half after so, I derailed us getting out of here once before. So, so <laughs> folks, if you enjoyed this episode, and we hope you did. We're, we're glad you did. If you didn't, you need to go over to Discord and let Barry know that he should have showed That's up right. tonight. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and if you really hated this episode, go and tell your enemies. I mean, tell it's, all, it's, your, all your enemies. All your enemies. <laughs> Tell your in-laws, whatever it is, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, guys, check us out. We're, we're still on Facebook yep. somehow. Unfortunately. Uh, Believe me, a conversation we were having off mic earlier, I have been to the point of of figuratively dragging a can of gasoline into Facebook and and just burning the figuratively. entire... Figuratively. Not, not burning, in actual and, reality. And burning the entire thing down for... A while now because I am so. Or you sick could just delete Facebook. Account. I know, 
But we are on Instagram. We are on Discord. I think it's a lot more fun to go over there and, and you know, start a fire and see how many people survive. You know, that's <laughs> figuratively. 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 Yeah. Um, Believe me, I have I have all kinds of ways of getting people to unfriend me on Facebook. <laughs> he's found all of them. Believe me. But we're on Discord. We're on on Instagram. Come over and hang out with us on Discord. Yes, absolutely. We we have been a little absent as of late because for there's me, been a lot going on. Work has been absolutely a nightmare. Um, I have been trying to get over there and answer folks talking to us. So yeah, uh, big wave to miss. So there you go I'm on so. Facebook or Discord. 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 Yeah. yeah. Discord definitely. Discord. Yeah. Discord's weird because. I will get like every third notification of something. Uh, yeah, me too. I don't get all of them. All of a sudden I'll go over and I'm like, oh, wait, look, there's a whole thread here that I had no clue even existed. <laughs> exactly. Like what happened, you know? And uh, um, yeah, just day-to-day life has kind of kept me away from there yeah. for a little bit. But uh, yeah, go and check us out. Discord, Facebook, Instagram. We're still, you know, we're still trudging along over there. Yep. You can, oh, did you see the... You can even email us. We still have an email. The whole, you know, the the Super Bowl halftime show, you know, with Dre and Snoop and all that, that like yeah. the media is trying to say it was a celebration of millennial music. No. No, no it's no, not. No. It's like everybody that was on that stage, for, except for Kendrick Lamar or Gen X. Yeah. And we <laughs> Every all, single one of them. And we all listen to, I'm sorry, the millennials don't know who Mary J is. I know. The second I saw Mary Sad. J, I was like, oh, Mary Dude, J. I kept, you know... That that meme of of the of the um, the, the penguin sitting with his arms, you know, saying his boomers yeah, watching I was halftime the one, show. I was, I was the one who posted it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've seen that all over the place. But it's one of those things. Like, no, that is legit. That legit was a photograph of my dad during that fifteen minutes of like, I don't, and I kept saying. Mary J. Blige is going to come on this thing, and she's going to start singing, and you're going to be like, "How have I never seen this person before?" Yeah. Oh, she can't be that good. Like, no, dude, she's that good. She's been that good for thirty years. Okay, Did he it change is mine. Yeah, he. I think he actually got up and like stopped watching it at some point. You know, I mean, he just on and on and on and on. And I was like, <laughs> like, I don't understand. Who are they marketing to? Me. That's now, who they're. They finally, finally, we yeah. got a Gen X halftime performance. Well, uh, well, there was even a meme about that. It was like, finally, they're not doing a halftime show for old people. Oh, I know. Everybody's later. It hit everybody's us. like, wait. <laughs> I know. I know. But see, it took us until we were in our forties yeah. and fifties before they finally did something for you know, us. Everybody so was making a, fun of Fifty Cent. Yeah, and you know how he's chunked up a little yeah, bit. Man. And it's like, how did it, how did he? There's actually video of him walking out like a 30, 45 seconds before he was supposed mm-hmm. to be in his position. It, he just walks out, reaches up, grabs the bar, right? And literally just. Does a a curl up right and hangs himself upside down right and then he's he's doing that now you know that was because he wasn't announced beforehand yeah I was like okay because I, I figured there was going to be some mm-hmm. you know surprise there because there always almost always is I was I never I was never like why is Fifty Cent here this is I was like I I, I was like couldn't they have gotten somebody where's 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 Cube Where's anybody? Yeah, you know, Cube, I mean, that's Cube would have been a nice. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen Cube show up. You know, but I would have loved to have seen Cube and DJ Yella and um, um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, MC Ren. Yeah, show up and them have you know. Yeah, that would have let been nice. let Snoop sit in for for Easy and let them do like a or, NBA, or even you know? Eminem. Eminem sat in yeah. for Easy a time or two. Yeah, there's but <laughs> yeah, it's but, not the same. It's not the same but, by any stretch. You know, it's a, he, he gets that high register voice right. going. Though. But it's still it's, one of those things close. too. Where let's let's be honest. I mean, even though he was never a member of MWA, 
Snoop is adjacent to them. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those where it's like, no, dude, if you want to, if you want to put him in easy spot, absolutely. So. One of my favorite memes was um, 50 Cent hanging upside down. It said, due to inflation, 50 Cent is now buck 75. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it's, it's a, and I, I, I get it. He's not did, as did you lean catch, as he used to be. Did you catch the two nods to uh, Tupac? The the piano riff, right? Da, 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 right. Dun, Which I thought was so funny that he goes over and sits down and plays like he wasn't playing that piano. No, <laughs> actually, none of those musicians were playing any of those instruments. Really? If you look at the, all the drum kits, mm-hmm. none of them are mic'd up. None of the guitars Doesn't are plugged into me. amps. Well, you know, it's just like, like the that. whole. Remember when the it's Chili all, Peppers? It's played? all pre-recorded yeah. and it's being played through their in ears. Right, but you but remember, it's because of the. It's got to be synchronized. Right, absolutely. It's it, got to be in it, this time. It's got to happen. Yeah, I know. I yeah. get it, I, and I'm not mad about that. That's it is what it is. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, a few years ago, whenever the Chili Peppers, you know, did their yeah. set in the middle of the Bruno Mars for some strange reason, and of course, Flea didn't even have his bass plugged in. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like it's like you don't even have a good. Like, a, 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 Honestly. The, the this, last you know? Super Bowl that was actually performed, mm-hmm. and you could tell it was being performed, was Prince. <sighs> Maybe, and I don't know because I'll be honest, I haven't watched a lot of the halftime shows. That Prince halftime. I know. I know, I know. a lot of people are saying this was the greatest halftime show of Look, all time. It's not. Here, go back and watch the Prince. Here's halftime the thing about show. the Prince halftime show, and it's the same issue I had with this one as well as several other ones that have happened. Okay. The Prince halftime show is good. I, I would not hold on. Listen to you know how much I love Prince. Okay, the problem that that halftime show has is the same problem that this one and a lot of other ones have had is the sound quality. If you go back, no, no, no. Yeah, the sound quality is not great. If you but go Prince back, was actually he was performing. Good. He his, was. He was. Whereas this was a pre-record. I remember watching that Prince in two thousand seven or whenever it was. You know, watching it live and just being blown away by it. But then I went back a few years later and watched it again because the whole performance is on YouTube. Yeah, it's not as good as I remember. It's good. It's far better than so many other ones that I've seen. You know, and it's Prince, and just because it's Prince, and because I know who Prince, as far as being a musician and an entertainer, yeah, it's great. But it's not as good as everybody remembers it being. I go it back and watch it once a year, and I disagree. Uh, yeah, and you know, I disagree. Even you know, I'm a big fan because you know, we just 20 years ago, you know, we had U2 playing at the, you know, yeah, and I have gone back and rewatched that, and it's not as good as I remember it being, but. Part of the reason that that one is remembered so well is because it was the first Super Bowl after 9-11, and they did that whole tribute, you yeah. know, and people were like, oh, it was, and it was, it was good. It was Don't good. get me wrong, it was really good. But, again, sound quality is not there. Um, there are just some production issues and, you know, that I'm kind gonna of stuff. I'm going to stop you. Okay. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> but Prince had the greatest halftime show of all, all right. time. All right, Kanye. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it, 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 yeah, it, let's put it this way. If we, we were going to start ranking, you know, like the best halftime shows. Okay. Of all time, so who would, who would be Prince number, would go with the top. Who, I'm would, not who even, would be number two after Prince? Uh, I'd probably put that U2 show. Okay. So and Prince I, is and, number one. And then I would U2 put, is and then two. I would put this last one right after that. As number three. Yeah. And then, okay. and then I would probably put that Bruno Mars performance was really good. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll give you him for number four. And. I know you're going to be like, really? But if you go back and rewatch it, it actually was really good. It was the Katy Perry performance. With the dancing shark? With left shark, yes. Go back and watch it. It's really good. It may not be your type of music, okay? 
Uh, but it was really good. You know, Gaga's was pretty good too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would put them in that on, five, six somewhere on, on, in there. On the Katy Perry thing? Yeah. I'm going to stop you. Okay. Folks, it's been really good having you here <laughs> and listening to the show. I am one of your hosts, Big Dave. I'll tell you who I wouldn't put in there. Who's that? Uh, the Who. Um, <laughs> uh, Springsteen's wasn't that good. Um, when, 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 when they decided that, you know, Tom Petty's was all right. The Stones was terrible. Yeah, that theirs was terrible. I mean, it's like the McCartney was okay. You know, it's when, when, after the whole Janet Jackson thing happened, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Okay, we have to fix this." Go to all the boomers. Yeah, and they just started one after another, after another, after another, and it was just like, "Oh my god, this is terrible." So yeah. Anyway, I know you're trying to get us out of here. So. <laughs> no, I just wanted to stop the Katy Perry thing. It was just, good. Just I'm telling stop. you, so. it, it it was a really good halftime performance. Okay. So. Well, it was. It was. Very, it was. Let's put it. Th- well, you know, she brought out uh, uh, Missy Elliott. I mean, if nothing else, if it had I mean, been a full show of Missy Elliott, I would love and, to see and Timberlake and yeah. Magoo and all of those uh, yeah, guys. That I would have been. That, that would have been terrific. Yeah, but uh, that's. But uh, we didn't get. You mean Timberland, Tim- not Timberlake. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Timberland and Magoo. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm tired, and the fat guy's got starting you. to get hungry. I got so you. we got to wrap this up. All right. So, anyways, guys, thank you so much. I'm Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave, and we will see you next time. See you.